Greetings to those who watch below. The old phrase states, if something's too good to be true, it usually is, and that's the case with today's creepypasta story. But before we start, I'd like to say thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Way, Julie B., Jess Black Curtin, Christina Groves, and Matthew Colgan for being those who dwell below, an exclusive channel membership that gets you shoutouts at the start of every video. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel, making sure to hit that notification bell so that you never miss a video. But for now, sit back, relax and enjoy Too Good To Be True by Austin Johnson. I was perusing the job ads hoping for something that paid more than minimum wage when something interesting popped up. $1,000 per week, working only 30 hours. I was definitely interested, so I clicked the ad, assuming that it was going to be some type of scam, but it looked legit after reading through the fine print. A cleaning job. They needed people to clean out apartments after people just up and left. Likely old hoarded out apartments, which is why the pay was so good. 30 hours a week. Two people go in and clear them out and make sure they are somewhat livable again. Even if the work was backbreaking, the money would be too good to pass up. After contacting the provided number and a 10 minute phone interview, I had my first assignment the following Monday, no more than 15 minutes away, and I would be working with someone that'd been there for a couple of years to show me the ropes. The only instructions I got was to wear whatever I had that was comfortable and could be thrown away if necessary. All the other supplies would be bought by the other guy since it was my first time. The following Monday, I showed up at the address they provided, mentally preparing for what I was about to walk into. I had done some cleaning before, but nothing in the extreme, so I didn't really know what to expect. Walking up to the building, I saw a guy in his 30s smoking a cigarette next to a very beat-up Ford F-150. Are you the newbie? He asked while putting out his cigarette. I answered that I was, and he motioned for me to follow him. I already bought the stuff up there. This is probably the best one for you to start in. I could do it myself. My name's Frank, by the way. Nice to meet you. He opened the door, and what I walked into was the most pristine apartment I have ever seen. It was cleaner than my own place. All we gotta do is take this stuff and throw it away. If there's anything you want to keep, Go for it. No one is coming back for this stuff, so no one's going to ask any questions. The higher-ups only expect us to do one of these a week, regardless of how bad it is. So we can bust it out today and still get full pay on Friday. Let's get to it, guy. With that, we started just moving all the furniture to the dumpster outside. It was all clean and new-looking, but it looked like it came from Walmart, so very cheap. Definitely nothing I'd want to take home with me. A couple of hours later and all we had left was the bedroom, and Frank had already gotten started on it. Hey, uh, new guy, you should probably take a look at this. Frank motioned me into the bedroom closet, and pulled open the doors. Inside was what looked like a shrine, complete with unlit candles, and a macabre-looking tablecloth. There was a book in the centre of the table, that had been left open to a picture of... me. It looked like it was taken on a cell phone, and printed out, because it was me standing in line at the mall staring at my phone. I flipped back to the first page, and it seemed like the same thing with a different person. Same general build as me, kind of like a profile. 
With dread forming in the pit of my stomach, I turned the page. More pictures of this guy. Closer now. Pictures through his window. Pictures of him sitting on the couch watching TV. Pictures of him sleeping. Wait, those definitely weren't through a window. These were taken from his bedroom. I turned to the next page and quickly pushed it back and walked out the closet. The next pictures showed the same man, but he was in a bathtub filled with what looked like blood. He was completely torn apart, and next to the pictures was what looked like a lock of his hair taped to the page. I ran to the bathroom and threw up. After several minutes, my heart rate started to go back to normal, and I called 911. By this time, Frank had finished everything else up, and left me to go home with a good luck with that dude. The only thing untouched being the closet. It took about 15 minutes, but the police finally arrived with a loud knock. I showed them into the bedroom, and they quickly examined the closet. After being questioned, they said I could go on home, and they would have an officer patrol my neighbourhood tonight, just in case. My blood turned to ice when I pulled in my driveway. There was an unfamiliar car parked in my driveway, but I calmed down when I saw a detective standing next to it, holding up his badge for me to see. I got out my car and walked over to him. He told me his name was Detective Randall. Then he explained why he was here. I was given a call after the officers searched the apartment. Unfortunately, you guys did a decent job cleaning it out, but we still got something at least. Luckily, you didn't really touch the closet after you found the, uh, scrapbook. This guy's eluded me for the past two years. His MO is to stalk his victim for a couple of weeks, slowly getting closer, and then when the coast is clear, he moves him for the kill. He likes to cut apart his victims and leave them in the bath. He always takes a lock of hair. That's how we knew for sure this was our guy. I'm not sure why he left the scrapbook, but it's enough evidence to put him in the chair for sure. We don't have him in custody yet, but I can assure you we're close now. I'll have someone posted outside your front and back door for your safety until we can get him. And if you leave your home, an officer will escort you. From what we have seen, he only stalks one person at a time, and it seems like he only just targeted you, so he would still have taken a week or two before trying to get closer. We've most likely scared him off now, so try to get some sleep tonight. With that, he handed me his card and drove away, a police car filling the spot right after. I walked into my house and hopped in the shower, trying to wash away the memory of what I saw in that disgusting scrapbook that sicko created. Even though I was exhausted, I knew I wouldn't be getting any sleep tonight, but I laid down in my bed regardless. I turned out my light and rolled over when my heart stopped. As soon as I had started to roll over, I heard what sounded like a camera shutter coming from my closet. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel, making sure to hit that notification bell so you never miss a video. So, until next time, sleep tight. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.